Hi, this is Phil Bronstein, and you're listening to a San Francisco Chronicle podcast. Greetings, and welcome to another Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast, number 48. Uh, we were just looking for what number. I came up with Tim McDonald for the, for the 49ers. Because I'm having a hard time with baseball numbers. Did you come no. up with anything? Well, uh, Benny believes it may be uh, the great Rick Russell. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I, I, Possibly yeah. 48. 48. And, then we, and then we Googled it. Famous for, Benny Googled famous 48s, and we came up with the first entry was uh, a BBC. Yeah. Now the BBC is just kicking our ass. Drubbing us again. Yeah, I bet it's Colin Murray yeah. on Fighting Talk. He's probably, he's probably done a whole thing on famous 48s in the Bay Area. And what do we got? Has he, have, have you extended an invitation for him to join us on our podcast? I have talked to his producer, and I said, we want Colin. Because, you know, we're not, forget the ISDN line. He can call on a cell phone if he yeah. wants to. Well, we, we still have to figure out whether we, we have an international hotline. Remember our 888 number? Last week, we tried to find out. We, we, we made a plea for our international callers to figure out whether it's a, <laughs> we have to figure that out. Uh, <laughs> now that we haven't had, wouldn't let quality stand in the way, sound quality stand in the way of our podcast. Not us. We, we just, we, Colin from Fighting Talk, what now, one of our, probably, what would you say that's our top, th- one of our top three now, uh, favorite podcasts in the country? Absolutely. Gervais, still, still one of the top, probably still in the top slot for me. But Fighting Talk, strong. Number two. Number two. What's uh, three? Uh, three, I believe, would be this one. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be the only three we listen to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, can I just say that uh, I have to props to you and I. We look resplendent today, resplendent uh, in our bunting robes. Yes, our orange and black bunting robes. I am not uh, the Giants. I'm a second. Uh, my second favorite second team. Tier, yes. yes. Uh, after the pi- Pirates. After the Pirates, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm wearing the black and orange ro- shorty robe bunting. Even Benny has a has his opening day. Uh, it's very bright in here. Yeah, very, yeah. very bright. Very yeah. orange. There's not a whole lot of orange, if you know what I mean. But it's still bright orange. <laughs> And well, you have uh, you're a redhead. You have a little bit of orange uh, down below. You're kind of a redhead. No, there you not. are. <laughs> yes, you are. I don't have the carrot top jean. I kind of have like strawberry blonde. Strawberry blonde, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we Joe and I are both uh, going to opening day of the Giants game. Uh, are so, we supposed to say that publicly? <laughs> Do our bosses know yes. that? <laughs> There's a, there'll be a particular urgency to today's podcast because we want to get the hell out of here and start drinking. Yeah, so we're going we to be working. This might be the fastest podcast that we've ever done as we try to get out of here and get to opening day uh, and run down the street in our orange bunting robes. <laughs> Do people know what bunting is? Bunting is what you put out in a celebration of like a season. It's usually uh, red, white, and blue. With stars. Right. You hang it over the railing and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So ours is black and orange in honor of the Giants. And the Bucks. And it's, and it's hung over our railing as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? Let's, uh, let's get right to it. We've talked to the, about the numbers. We've talked about the robes. Uh, I got to get, I gotta <laughs> well, get a we'll dog. Maybe we'll talk about television. <laughs> I got to we'll get a dog them. and some bruise in me. Let's go. <laughs> this is from Mark from the 415. He says, hello, pod dwellers. Hello. <laughs> My house finally... Got an HD TV, and aside from getting the HD feed, I'm thinking of getting a time shifting device. Nice. Would you recommend the plain Jane DVR or going big for the TiVo? Mm. Now, I'm aware that TiVo is generally seen as a superior product, but is it worth the extra money? WWDDD. What would Don Draper do? That's what that means. WWDDD. What would Mark Don from Draper the 415. Way to, way to bring it, Mark. Way to bring it. Good knowledge of Mad Men there. Uh, props to you for that. 
I gotta stop saying props to you. Why? Why stop. am I saying that? Especially not wearing the. Why don't, why don't the I say white a shout out to? <laughs> what is this? What am I? What am I broadcasting? Why don't here? you raise the roof, <laughs> white boy? Well, I would answer this question. Don't go to the next one. You're just fired up. I know we got to get out of here. We got to answer this. No, I got to tell you, he's got an HD thing. I I have HD, and I didn't want to pony up for the HD TiVo because it's like seven hundred bucks. Well, it's about uh, what three hundred now. That's a Tech Talk. Yeah, we're going they really live did to drop Tech the Talk. price, but there's, there's, it? it's still for me. It's too much. Yeah, it's four hundred, five hundred bucks is a lot. I mean, do they have variations on how and, much it records? And you it, still have to pay for the subscriptions. So, yeah, yeah. I think that they did something now where Tiva did a, like a, they reintroduced the previously canceled lifetime subscription to. I think they made it apply to their HD only. But that's well, still too much for me. It is too much. For me. I, I got the standard um, Motorola box from Comcast, and it's fine. It. I wish I had TiVo with it because TiVo does work better. Oh yeah, I mean, TiVo. The much, interface on TiVo is just the Comcast one and the Direct TV. They're just they're just uh, they're counterintuitive. I'd like you know? to. Uh, they're issue, PC as opposed to Mac. I'd like to issue a warning to Mark from the four one five. A great caveat to this. My wife asked uh, Mr. Gutman this very same question a few <laughs> years ago. Which sort of uh, time shifting oh, device should we get? And he recommended <laughs> Replay TV. <laughs> Have you ever heard of it? No, you haven't, because it's the beta of time-shifting devices currently in our basement. They're still Uh, around somewhere. They got their software got sold to another company, and uh, I think they now make uh, DVR software for computers. If anyone would like to buy ours, (laughs) you know the email addresses: one eight eight eight. TVT. You know, that was a long time ago. That was like a decade, at least a decade ago. Yeah, nice surprise. Ah, oh, jeez. Like, yeah, all right. Well, but actually, sorry there, about that. There is an option there because, and I don't know when this is going to happen, but uh, TiVo is working on a thing with Comcast, and I guess they're going to cut the cable makers to put their software in standard Motorola boxes, you know, for DVRs. When that's going to happen, I don't know. It, they made that announcement like two years ago, and they're still working on it. They rolled out some service in Boston or something. Right, like in that. the East Coast, right. In the East Coast. Has yet to come here, and I don't know when. Maybe that's another question we got to ask Comcast. We'll have an answer <laughs> on the next one if Andrew from the 925 is listening. We have a call. We have a call from, uh, from Andrew at uh, Comcast. Who, who, uh, Andrew from Comcast called. Yes, he is a regular listener. Yes, and he, he, has, he has solved the problem. And mocker that we, of the podcast. Yeah, he did well. mock us, too. We, we uh, left a hanging curveball out there, much like Barry Zito. And, uh, <laughs> and I think Andrew's going to hit it out of the park. <laughs> we'll get to that later, well, though. Dave from the Wood, Redwood oh. City. Oh, the Wood. Did we yes. did we call it the Wood? Redwood City. Yeah, he calls it the Wood. The Wood. I think it's that qualifies. Yeah. He has a question about Dexter, and he says, "In my last, well, only previous email, I commented on cougars versus kittens, and elected not to ask the question, seeing as the odds on getting an answer are generally pretty low. <laughs> this time, however, I do have a question, and it's such a softball. I'm sure you'll hit it out of the park." McCovey Cove. I really enjoy Dexter on CBS. I'm curious, what am I missing from the Showtime version? I'm guessing swear words and maybe a little bit more of Dexter's hobby beyond just the initial collection of blood. But I doubt it adds all that much to the show. I think it's quite good as shown on CBS. What say you? Thanks, Dave from the Wood. All right, Dave. Uh, I, I'm on record. Well, that's it's actually not a bad version that's on CBS, and so I'm not I'm not against it. But I'm I, I'm on record as saying I'm not a fan of taking something in its original state and editing it and censoring it somehow. Censoring quotation marks. 
you know, and then and then putting on putting it on broadcast. So what they did was they toned down the language a lot. Um, I think they toned down um, some of the sex scenes, and uh, there really wasn't much uh, uh, blood that they had to do because you know CSI is one of the bloodiest things in the world. But they also added commercials. I prefer to watch my stuff without commercials, uninterrupted, as God intended it, and in its <laughs> original shape. You know, just give give me the full sixty minutes. Don't give me forty two minutes. Which reminds me, this week I will officially cut off HBO. Yes, it, ha- it had to be. It had, had to happen. Had to happen yeah. Bad run. What's for that the point? Moment. Yeah, yeah. Got to go to Showtime. You gonna give your money to Showtime? No, I'm gonna give my money to Satellite Radio. Oh, really? Yes. Someone wow. gave me. A friend of mine gave me like three months. I'm gonna try it out. Oh God. All right. Well, that's a little save that for another podcast. <laughs> we don't have time for that. Yes. I will. <laughs> satellite Radio talk there. I mean, <laughs> sat rat. Sat rat. Sat talk. rat. Yeah. That's that's woo. Jeff and the Nomi. Hmm? The North Mission. Oh, the Nomi and North Mission. Oh, now we're getting hyper-exclusive. I like it, though. He says he got out too early. He says, hey, Tim and Question Boy Wonder, I got a job working in a newspaper right out of college. Ended up covering the criminal justice beat, spending hours on end in courtrooms and filing a half a dozen stories a day. Around me, it seemed the people who got better assignments were the people who were even better read, did more research, and had an innate wonder and curiosity around the world around them. (laughs) Faced with this life of working hard and the future of working harder, I decided, who needs this? And retreated to the cushy world of writing corporate nonsense, which has included far less dead bodies, I'm happy to report. Upon listening to your podcast, I was happy to find that my initial instincts that to get ahead you needed to be smart, (laughs) hardworking, innate, curious, and suppress one's latent homosexuality were, across seemingly all counts, wrong. Had I known there was a way to monetize my desire to be a slacker as part of a journalism career, I might have stuck around. Oh, well. <laughs> Jeff and the Nomi. I didn't sense a question there. No, I think he just said uh, he wanted to talk about uh, our inability to actually provide information, our latent homosexuality, which I'm sure is something to do with our, or at least my uh, fondness for one George Clooney. And, yes. and, uh, we did have our the world's ever first ever podcast kiss, gay kiss. We did well. have that. We, we did have that. that. We've broken a lot of records on this podcast. Yes, and, a uh, lot. Uh, we, I, I think I single-handedly rehabilitated uh, Colin Farrell's reputation. <laughs> I brought him back into the, into the hot world. I mean, he has appearance, his appearance on oh, the Academy Awards was good. Yeah, yeah, he was a little bit, he was a little bit you know. We had little outs. Colin. Didn't little Colin show up in uh, one of the uh, Oliver Stone movies? I don't know. The, uh, I didn't see that one. No. The Alexander the Great movie? Who, you watched Alexander the Great? I didn't watch that movie. No, I just oh. heard that his... Little Colin was in it. <laughs> what, do you, you have a Google alert on that? <laughs> <laughs> None of your damn business. And then, of course, Jonathan Reese Myers to wrap it up. But, well, hey, thanks for taking a shot at us yes, from the Nomi. From, from the Nomi. Uh, all right. Well, he's right, though. We don't, we don't, we kind of have gone he far was, with yeah. no talent. Yeah. He's, uh, he's right on, on all points. He we was. agree. Yeah. We just don't like it when people are more right than we are. Rachel from Parts Unknown writes about Twin Peaks. Mm. Benny, has this been? This, maybe this email has been around for a while. <laughs> maybe, this maybe is, she called in she back called in, in. The, in the late eighties. Yeah, that's <laughs> not my fault. Yeah, I know this is this is not on Benny. No. Hi, I don't know what took me so long, but I found your writing, and and am now way up, way past my bedtime. I wish I knew about you sooner. Woo! The point is, I don't know who to talk to about Twin Peaks. <laughs> I was too young to catch it the first time around. Well, I watched, but didn't get it. And finally, I Netflixed it. How the hell did it get on TV in the first place? And who let it stay on so long? 
I'm guessing it had something to do with the draw of the great mystery of who killed Laura Palmer, Mm -hmm. which makes me think of who shot J.R. and who shot Mr. Burns. But it's so freaking weird. (laughs) My TV obsessions start around the same time with homicide, and I'm trying to put it all in context, but I'm still bewildered. Can you explain this or refer to me somewhere else? (laughs) Thank you, Rachel. Well, clearly Rachel knows that she should be referred somewhere else because if it's actually concrete knowledge you're looking for, you're on the wrong podcast. Uh, <clears throat> coming late to, to, to Twin Peaks, um, uh, t- two great, great questions embedded in that. How the, how the hell did it get on and how did it stay on? Um, well, it didn't stand very long because it, it was ended after two seasons. Um, but Twin Peaks, I think, uh, and others have agree- I think will agree with this, and I certainly know uh, people have said this, that you know, this is one of the first like, true water cooler shows before there was you know, this glut of... Everything's like a cult show now, like Mad Men or whatever. But at the time, everybody was hooked on it because it was crazy. It was, it was, right. And it was, it was on network TV. It was everybody on network got TV. It, yeah. it, was like a, it, was, it was amazing. Uh, we, used to, we used to get together and sum up the uh, party and watch it together every week before the, the age of uh, DVRs and such, and people get stoned and watch it. Really? Yes, not me, of course. Clearly not, no, no. no. But, because uh, <laughs> God, God knows your, your knowledge of bongs didn't start until, <laughs> until this podcast. Yes, until about three minutes ago. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it was, uh, how it got on, I have no idea. Somebody took chances. It, you, can say, you can see the worth of it when it came on. It looked beautiful. Yeah. It was incredibly well shot. It was intriguing. It was a great uh, drama. Well, of course, what the bad thing that happened was it didn't, David Lynch didn't know where it was going. Um, right. He just he as as he got into more and more mythology and deeper and deeper into and weirder and weirder, which was just so great. Yeah. I used to watch that and just get freaked out, you yeah. know. Oh, it was, it was some, the some of it was the second season backwards in some bit, of those houses yeah. and that was laugh out loud stuff. Yeah. Some of it, yeah. And then, uh, but then it just got totally crazy in the second season. Yeah. The, the the big the the Achilles heel was they did they couldn't get to solve the they couldn't solve it fast enough and they dragged it out too long. It was a precursor to Lost in that in that way. And it was also featured the great Joan Chen. And every time Joan Chen is on anything, I like to I like to mention that. That's your, one of your Google oh, alerts. God, yeah, absolutely. I still have a soft spot for her. Although she's, she's you have a she's, soft spot for her. <laughs> no, wow. Well, that was that was like a uh, Barry Zito uh, <laughs> hanging curveball that you just put in McCovey's Cove. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Mike from Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> Bringing it from the 919, he says. The 919. Oh, that's a good area code. 919. Sir Tim, thank you for alerting me to Misguided. Oh, no problem. It's a cute show, and although it's not going to change the history of television, it's a half hour that I don't have to feel I've wasted on the idiot box. The idiot box. Mm -hmm. However, could you explain to me why ABC has decided it should go on Thursdays at 8? Is this temporary or permanent? And not only do I mean scheduling, I mean level of insanity. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Before you go, I know, I know that we're kind of on the clock here, <laughs> but it's uh, can I just say it's for the record? It's always good when Reed comes back up. Angry Reed is always Regis good to see is, him is the, when he floats in. He's coming. To, he's my now in my number two slot. And you know how I love lists. He's my number two most fav- favorite voice on the podcast. Uh, have they lost their minds? This is their lead into Lost. Have they heard of the concept of flow? <laughs> I'm no TV genius, but misguided would be a pretty good lead into Mad Men. Or I'm <laughs> Men in Trees. <laughs> right? ABC has a great idea with this enhanced vision of loss just before the new episode comes on. The enhanced version helps you with stuff you might have missed in the first viewing. 
But if they're going to put misguided on before lost, because the, fir- the two shows obviously share the same demographics, does this mean that the freaking idiots who drove <laughs> ABC to fourth place are back in charge? Or is this all some sort of social experiment to see if anyone catches on to the title of the program is also the strategic description for putting the show on in that slot? Oh. Just one. Wait, hold on a second. Wow. <laughs> Mike, bringing it from the 919. That's a lot of questions. That's there. a lot of questions, Mike. Oh, great. For one. God's sake. Can it, you know, <laughs> we, love, we always love Raleigh Durham because it's home of a baseball. Raleigh Durham, good baseball town. What are they? Is that a minor league affiliate for yeah. somewhere? Yeah. I don't know. God, I've never been there. <laughs> We've already talked that I've never been to North Carolina. I do know Raleigh Durham from the baseball references. Mm. Uh, they did move Misguided to, to Thursdays. I don't know if it's still there, but I think they did move it there, which was Ill, ill-advised because this is the problem. We've talked about this. Not problem with networks. They put something on, and then they move. They jerk it around. People don't, people don't watch TV like that. The network executives think we do. We don't. You put it on Tuesdays, we're going to come back next Tuesday for it. Don't sneak peek even, it on even Tuesday. Even in the age where like 25% of the people have some sort of time-shifting device, yes. except, of course, uh, uh, Mike from, uh, Mark from the 415. Right. Um, so we were still in that people are still a slave to their day. Yeah, I mean, even though it, you, yeah, you can say record this episode and it'll record it if you got a TiVo, but a lot of people are still not working that way. And <clears throat> you know what? You you tell them it's on a Tuesday and they watch it on a Tuesday, and the next week you move it to Thursday. You've just like lost half the audience. And then it's just so it's, it is kind of crazy. And then, and there is no there is no flow from misguided into lost. That's asinine. A lost is on hiatus right now for five weeks or whatever. So that's that's maybe one thing. So th- they're definitely messing with the flow there. I do like the hour long uh, lost, uh, the previously one where they do the pop up. Oh, I like that. That's kind of nice. It is kind of a, like a you can only do that in a strike year where you kind of have an hour to burn. That's that's not going to happen for very long. But yeah, misguided is uh, uh, is misguided. And is there still flow the concept of flow? Oh from yeah, one show to the other, even with the DVR thing. Yes, you still also. have to have flow because people are not watching it on time shifted. Well, there's a lot of hype. And a lot of talk, media talk about time shifted stuff, but the majority of people are still watching it in real time. So you have to have flow. One thing's got to get you got to have you got to be able to go. You got to go from one show to the next. That's how it works. Bob from Martinez. I can smell. I can smell the hot dogs already. Oh my god! I can. I can, can smell the hot the dogs. Beer. I can smell the hot dogs, and I can see the errors. <laughs> and I can see. I, can, I I'm seeing Padre Dinger after Padre Dinger. Don't. No, no, Matt Cain's pitching today. I know, I love Matt Cain, but, I and I love my Giants. He'll but keep it, was, it close. He'll keep it close. I hope so. Love I'm Kane. hoping to see at least a couple of hits. I think maybe if Matt... From the Giants? Yeah. A couple hits? A couple. Well, maybe I'm, if we I'm, stay... My, a, my standards are very low. If we stay for all nine, I want to see Eugenio Velez. Yeah, he might guy. be the only good thing to watch this yes. year. Yes, and, and Kane and Lincecum. Yeah. All right. Bob from Martinez. Tim, I have two questions. Yes. On one of the last episodes of Arrested Development. What is this? The, wow. The History what Channel is this, this the, week? This is, this is ancient. Almighty. I can't remember what I did last week, so this I'll never get this right. The storyline was about the out-of-town opening of a play. The opening scene of the story arc showed a theater. Specifically, it was the Varsity Movie Theater in Ashland, Oregon. Did the production staff have connections to the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, or was there some sort of inside joke? You want to take that one on first? <laughs> what, what, oh, great one! Is uh, Bob, what is it, Bob? Bob, right? Bob from the nine two five. Bob, let me just lay it out for you. <laughs> I don't, I, wow! 
I wish Bob, let's get Bob a CAT scan of my brain so that he can see <laughs> like the great recessed cavities and the eaten out parts. That I, no, I can't remember. I, I don't even, I can't even remember that episode. It's one of my favorite series of all time. Uh, so I don't know what, what if, whether they, I got nothing. And you didn't read this question earlier in the week. Oh, of course not. Maybe took a, took a moment to Took a moment to, to actually do some work it, on it no. and then do it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if you do want to talk about, uh, if you want to talk about young players in the, uh, <laughs> on the Fresno team that might get called up this year for the Giants, I got that yeah, stat. we got that. Right. Uh, the second question is about without a trace. It's that story oh, uh, about our careers. Okay. <laughs> careers disappearing at the Chronicle. Oh, that's a, also without a trace also applies to where, where you can see the Giants in the standings. <laughs> Every other Jerry Bruckheimer show is available for reviewing either by going on the web and viewing directly from the network website or downloading on iTunes or in the case of Comcast, maybe other cable and dish services too, by going to on demand and viewing it for at least four weeks after the network showing, but not without a trace. <laughs> what goes on? I'd appreciate answers on the podcast. Thanks, Bob from the 925. I like Bob asking. He doesn't want his question answered by email. He wants it answered on the podcast. Yeah, he wants a little... He wants a little uh, awesome. A little, little Ex- love here. Except that that would, that would indicate that he listens to the podcast, which means he should know that... <laughs> we he won't be getting We one. won't be getting an answer. Uh, what was it again? <laughs> oh, Brock, I was said Brockheimer, yeah. Is it, why can't they watch without a trace? That is a great question. No, I think I got to do some research on that because if that's the only, if that's the only one that's not available, uh, you know what? Just like misguided, it was a misguided programming decision. Not being able to find without a trace is <laughs> something that that's least... a great question. <laughs> wow, yeah. God! So first, that guy from the Nomi was right. This is. <laughs> this is... <laughs> I bet you there's a lot of calls, though. With, uh, <laughs> Did we answered any questions today? Nothing. Oh, for God's sake. But you know what? It's opening day. It's, it all, is. All is right in the world on opening. We should have done the whole po- podcast about, hey. Well, the know, real opening. This is the home opener. There's this already is the opener, a lot but wrong. Right. There's a, the, 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 the team's already won one, one out of five. But still, hope, hope is springs eternal. We should have maybe done, uh, uh, do you have a crook or kipe? Uh, do you have any? Do you do, you do those guys yet? We should hone Kruk and Kipe. Yeah. How do we done Kruk or Kipe for the whole broadcast before on opening day? Could have been a, like homage. Yes. Meet. <laughs> <laughs> I like those guys. I like listening to those guys. They're I do too. They're uh, they're they're fun. They will be tested this year though. Oh, to especially, stay positive. Especially uh, Kruk. Kruk to stay yeah, positive. To stay positive. He'll say, "Oh, how about that sunny day? Whoa, that's a good bridge. <laughs> oh, it's a working class bridge. That Bay Bridge." There's nothing to see except for Eugenio. Everything you have about Eugenio. Yeah. Really? And then Fred, I like a little Fred Lewis. Yeah. Rowan, will, he'll, he'll bring it up. Oh, day. love Aaron He's not going to be hitting the power numbers, though. No. I, he, I love the fact they bring him in because he's a tough guy and yeah. talking about how he's a gamer. And he's going to about ready to go on the DL. <sighs> ah, brutal. Oh, no. Oh. There's no DL the opening day, opening week. <laughs> now he'll play through it. He's a tough guy. Oh, that reminds me, what, what's behind Channel 11's decision to get the Giants broadcast now when the team's going to suck? I mean, isn't it buy really low, bad, sell high? Yeah, timing. <laughs> you know what? Maybe uh, uh, Channel Eleven, NBC uh, affiliate. Maybe they have the same attitude about life that I have. You support your local team. You support your local ball club, just like you support your local brewer. So you'll be supporting your local brewery in, in about thirty-five minutes. Oh, in a huge way. Uh, I will be in a vat of Anchor Steams. Oh, 
Then that up, sounds delicious. Oh, doesn't that sound great? Anchor Steam, my favorite, my favorite beer. Better drink them before you get to the ballpark, though, or you'll be in a very tiny vat. I know. Be like either a thimble. Either that'll be, be a broke. <laughs> Jane will look at the, our credit card and say, what the hell happened? Oh, I had a beer at the ballpark. Sorry, that's $40. <laughs> All right, let's go to the calls. Hey, to Cranky Pants, Question Boy and Knobs at TVTM International. This is Andrew from the 925. <laughs> and I sent an earlier voicemail message, but somehow or another there was a glitch that went through, and I don't know if it went through, so I'm trying again. So as I mentioned, I'm sitting here in my version of the shorty robe, thus suitably <laughs> attired for my contribution to TVTM International. Last week there was a question about Dolby 5.1 programming, and I'm here to clear up any of the questions that might have. Currently, several primetime and premium networks distribute Dolby 5.1 on many of their programs. Benny was correct that there are a number of Dolby 5.1 programmers that offer it on non-HD programming, and some don't. Comcast passes on the audio signal exactly as we receive it. So if, for example, Discovery Channel HD, Channel 750, could be very much using Dolby 5.1, while at the same time, the exact same programming on Discovery Channel non-HD, Channel 15, is not. So viewers need to look for the Dolby 5.1 logo at the beginning of the program, and also on our interactive guide, a Dolby logo will appear and indicate if the program is available in digital audio. On another note, but you didn't ask, we are launching five additional HD channels on April 15th. They include Food, Animal Planet, TLC, CNN, and of course, Sci-Fi, which tied back in appropriately to the Battlestar Galactica mm. mentioned during the last podcast. Glad to help. Thanks. Andrew, always this, always there. You know, that's just another example of the uh, the intelligentsia listening to us. It really is. Listening to this podcast. People, this is shaping... Minds shaping public opinion. They call in, helping out the listeners, and changing things, and changing things. And uh, he also got a good plug in, of course. He did, yes. And, and yes. Andrew Johnson from, from shameless plug. Wait, that's what they pay him for. Andrew Johnson. He, you know, from Comcast. I got to give the guy. Uh, he has year after year after year delivered for them. Absolutely. And he yeah. has. Uh, he always he always answers the questions, no matter if if you have a nasty question. Yeah. He will. He, he will has give heard you some many sort of many response. of my bad questions and yep. many of my positive questions, yep. and he's helped me out many times. Um, and I, I really don't want to think about him in a short. No, time. I don't. <laughs> really, I don't. really no, bad. Not at all. But the great news there is that uh, sci-fi is going to go in HD. You got to see Battlestar Galactica in HD, so that's going to be good. Um, what was the, the spice in HD? <laughs> I don't know. Got to ask Sherry from the from the veil on that one. Uh, you know what? The other thing was uh, Dolby uh, 5.1, and I just fell asleep. Yeah, he killed the podcast. Yeah, it actually. was it was actually like watching uh, uh, Kevin Correa bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay, I'm going to try to tie it all back into the Giants. You know what? That uh, the discussion of uh, uh, 5.1 and Dolby was as exciting as a Rich Aurelia in the field <laughs> and at the plate. Why do we have him? Oh, I don't. He's know. He's like older than I am. He made a couple of boneheaded mistakes. He made like rookie mistakes already. You know what? I don't know. Nice guy though. I'm sure he is. I don't want a nice guy. I want a guy who's going to put one in McCovey Cove. Uh, nobody in this team will. No, I know. What I think Aurelia is right now like 0 for a hundred. All right. Hey, lads, it's Tim from Monterey here. You've been clamoring for British accents, so here I am. I realize I'm not a woman, but hopefully a bloke with an accent is better than that. <laughs> Even if it doesn't stir the nether regions of your shorty robes, maybe the Brit accent whore in the moon is enjoying herself right now. Any road up, here's a question. 
I don't know if it's BBC America, let viewers know that certain shows are closed captioned even though they're in English. Has BBC America ever not brought a show over purely based on accents not being understandable in the US of A? <laughs> That's my question. Uh, hope you're having fun. Ta-ra. 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 He said... That was Tim in Monterey. Did you know that Tim in Monterey was British? I did not know that. I guess I, I will have to read that. Uh, read his. Uh, maybe we have before. No, I don't think we have ever read his stuff in a uh, British accent. I love bloke. I love that word. Oh, bloke! Great, is a great one. And gut it. Play soccer with a couple guys who couple always call it. Couple. They always call him bloke. Hey, blokes. Yeah. I love the Brits. Yeah. Uh, uh, his uh, questions about closed captioning. Have they ever brought English. one over? That's what was that Scottish movie we saw one time? It was the Irish movie where the accents were so thick. It was the um, well, Train Spotting was in. Uh, had was, they had they had some clip. Maybe that yeah. was it. But there was it was something else a little more obscure. But yeah, that's this. So they actually closed captions. Are they for part of Train uh, No, no, for, for any any. Oh, BBC I don't. Th- I don't think they do that. Do they oh, okay. do? Do they I do closed captioning? I actually, <laughs> I'm going to have to admit that I didn't. Uh, I didn't hear his question. You couldn't understand it. No. I wish it was closed captioned. No, I, I think Tracy from the Moan, wasn't Tracy from the Moan who likes British accents? She said she's a whore for British accents. So, Tim, good shout out to her. Yeah, I wonder what, uh, she must be going oh, crazy right she now. She must be like, Take yeah. a moment. Just put this on, <laughs> just put on she's, pause. She's going to like, come yeah, back later. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, should we play that question again? Because I didn't get the, this is a good, this Tracy, be the this first ever uh, replay of a question. <laughs> All right, let's do Usually that. just go right into not answering. Hey, lads, it's Tim from Monterey here. You've been clamoring for British accents, so here I am. I realize I'm not a woman, but hopefully a bloke with an accent is better than that. Even if it doesn't stir the nether regions of your shorty robes, maybe the Brit accent whore in the moan is enjoying herself right now. <laughs> Any road up, here's a question. I noticed BBC America lets viewers know that certain shows are closed captioned, even though they're in English. Has BBC America ever not brought a show over purely based on accents not being understandable in the US of A? That's my question. Uh, hope you're having fun. Ta-ra. 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 Have you said that before? A cheers. I have said, but not ta-ra. You know, we're, we're making the show longer now. I know. We've by just... replaying <laughs> questions. You've just... You've, you know... I, I just missed up. You owe me a beer for this. I know. We're just probably losing inning on that. Uh, and also, somewhere in Seoul, South Korea, Jacob is out of his mind. <laughs> They're repeating calls. I can't even get my call on. <laughs> Didn't we have like three calls we left on the board last week too? Oh my god! Uh, so did you? What's the answer to that question? Have they ever brought a show over? I don't well, know. I, you looked. You were shaking your head like you knew it. I wasn't shaking my head. I was shaking my head like I knew it the first time. Oh, I the question Christ! The first okay. Time. So have they brought a show over? I like the because they do have closed captioning in English to be able to hear it. Have they brought one over? No, have they not brought one over because the accents are so thick? Ah. Oh, see there you go. You've you've paid your dues. You've made your you've done it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I may just leave. I may just leave and start drinking. You know, I, I need, it's the, we're at the seventh inning stretch here in the podcast, and I don't have an answer for that one either. Oh God, we got ah, we have got to start answering some questions. This is this is your problem. This is oh, this is seriously <laughs> brutal. I know this is about baseball, and I, I shouldn't even be here, but this is pathetic. <laughs> If you can't even answer one question, oh. every and everyone in the NBA has to answer at least one question. <laughs> Push uh. Wooden wouldn't permit you to leave college. I love the Wooden references. I haven't got that part yet. I haven't worked that into my uh, homage. All right, let's go to a. We we did a re- instant replay on one question, which we couldn't answer. Maybe we can play this one three times and see if this other one if we can get an <laughs> in answer. Slow motion. In slow motion. <laughs> 
All right, let's get let's go to the board. Hi, Tim and the guys. This is Marnie from Oakland, the real Marnie. Um, apparently, I just listened to the podcast from yesterday, and you claimed that I had claimed that Battlestar Galactica swag when I actually didn't respond on the blog. I have now set myself up as the real Marnie on uh, <laughs> there, but uh, apparently someone out there is trying to fool you guys and uh, claim that stuff. Um, I have to say it was really funny hearing you guys uh, answer or sort of answer my question um, last week or whenever that was. And um, that, uh, or I wish I could start over now. <laughs> I hate leaving messages. I'm always so bad at it. Uh, I was going to say that I'm really angry that that person's uh, anger was the theme of the uh, podcast. And uh, I'm really angry that somebody out there is, trying to fool you guys, and I will go kick her ass if you give me her uh, address, and I'll go get that slide back from you, uh, for you, for you to auction off to charity, or, or whatever you were going to do with it. Um, so obviously I'm not that big of a Battlestar Galactic fan because I haven't watched it yet, though apparently I could have been watching it already on the web, but I'm uh, looking forward to it tonight, I guess because, uh, because of your review, which kind of got me excited for it now, even though, yes, Last season kind of ended with a whimper and a lot of weird tangents. So anyway, I'm looking forward to it, hoping that it pays off. And, uh, yeah, keep up the good work. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Bye. Oh, we love yes. Marnie. Now now known as the real Marnie. The real Marnie. <laughs> the real Marnie. Because somebody tried to come in. Uh, she's, she's the pixie-ish caller, isn't she? That's a cute voice. Yeah. And yeah. she and she but she was is willing to kick ass. She's willing which is even better. It's yeah. even hotter. That's hot. Yeah. It's pixie girls who kick pixies ass. Who kick wow. Ass. <laughs> we gotta do a whole podcast on that. It's so great. That little cute little voice. And then they just boom. <sighs> yeah. They just great. beat ass. Pixie girls with who are angry. And how many and Marnie violent. impersonators are there out there? I don't know, but there's so, so somebody else named Marnie tried to claim this uh, the Battlestar Galactica promotional poster, which is actually framed and numbered and I have it on my desk. And uh, we talked about that on last week's podcast, but I think uh, the real Marnie thought that I had given it away to the fake Marnie. But I still oh, have no. it. No, it's I still, still there. Have it. Yeah. yeah, I still have it in my... If I'm going to give it to anybody, it will be the real Marnie. How, how can she prove that she's the real Marnie? She's just going to talk. Nobody can beat that. That's like a little oh. pixie voice, right? Although, if the other... What if the other Marnie was pixiest? It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like a pixie off. Two Marnies enter, Maybe like, That could be a whole leaves. podcast. Yes. They could come in and, and just... Have a, you know, they could duke it out. <laughs> Pixie brawls <laughs> next week on, the <laughs> and we could do the play by play. Yes, on TVTM. I love though that in the middle of her call, Pixie she's like, <laughs> "Pixie brawls in shorty robes." Next week on TVTM. <laughs> uh, I love though that Marnie said, "I I wish I could start over." It's yeah. something that I'm sure we thought. I've thought many times, particularly on this one. Today. I wish I could start over, and, and you then, did. We did once. We did start over, but we didn't actually uh, add any uh, answers. Well, I, I, I often think maybe we should start over and actually answer some questions. Andrew Johnson has provided more information to the podcast today than we have. You know what? But in a minute, he has been. We've pissed away now almost forty minutes. Have we really? Yeah. You know, we got to go to the bullpen. Let's go to the bullpen. I'm, <laughs> I'm tapping the right arm. We're bringing in uh, Johnson. Bringing in Johnson That's from the nine two five to to close this one out. <laughs> uh, we should just you know what redirect all calls to Andrew. He's got some radio voice pipes too, so he can yeah he can answer. It's, it's, yeah very very good. clear yeah. All right, we have any more calls? Um, hi, this is Jeremy from Portland, <laughs> and I had a question for 
Tim Goodman <laughs> and Question Boy and Manny. Uh, I'm a big douchebag, <laughs> and uh, you're probably well aware of that by now. I was wondering if you could tell me who your favorite television douchebag is. And also, if you had to, who would you have uh, tattooed on your hind parts uh, of the famous television douchebags or of your favorite television douchebags? I would have probably Eddie Haskell tattooed on my hind parts. Uh, So, uh, thanks for answering my question, and I will be calling you again in about 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Oh, it is on. Wow. Somebody just called Jeremy out and beat his ass oh. like a pixie. Wow. I wish we knew who that was. That was genius. Oh, it was. That was Maybe that was Marnie. No, I don't think Marty had too much timber in the voice. You can't go that that low. (laughs) You couldn't go that low. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wow. Jeremy. Jeremy, you you just got your... What say you? You just got your hind parts handed to you. Oh, Oh, Lord. That's that's a Hall of Fame uh, call. Oh, first ballot Hall of Fame. Now, we got to know who that is. Who could that be? Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself, Mistress of Doom. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, she just... uh, That was a really good send-up of uh, Jeremy from... uh, uh, so Jeremy has not spoken. No, he has not today. <laughs> oh, God. I lay it out there. No, he's not spoken. He's we not spoken. I can only do it when it's the real That's Jeremy. Right, when yeah. he has spoken. Uh, do you think this will uh, embolden Jeremy to call no, I, ten times? I'm guessing that that might inspire a call from Jeremy. But I don't know, because, well, I guess you'd have to, like, step up, because she just, like, she, she brought the high heat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Chin music. Right past you. You got to move. He's gonna be choking on his uh, on his meals on his frozen dinners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, speaking of the baseball theme, whoever that was, I, I, she's awesome. Yes. She just. <laughs> wow. She just. There was oh anger we in that floor too. Laughing. Yeah, there was anger in that too, and uh, it was sharp spoofery. But uh, I, I just gotta say, she, when I said that she brought the high heat, have you seen the? Uh, have you seen the on Comcast or whatever they're on uh, Comcast Bay Area, the new channel, whatever it is? Have you seen the uh, Matt Cain ad? Oh, yeah, where he's ah, watching the so, guy throw. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah he clears the guy back. That is sweet. Anyway. Are we almost done? No, I, that, you know, we, I was going to say, no, no, I was going to say, I don't think that is it, but I was going to say, we were heading for, I know it's hard to clarify, given the vast amount of crap we've done, this was heading for top five worst podcast ever until that call. Yeah. It was a game saver. Yeah. That's, I, a, that's I, a bottom of the ninth Yeah. Oh, God, that shot. is a, yeah, that's a, yeah, exactly. And Marnie, too. Marnie finally, she got a little, she sparked us with her, her call, but this one, the mystery woman of doom was great. Yeah, false Jeremy. What is that, bottom is. of the ninth? Two-run yeah. shot? That's a walk-off. A walk-off. That's a walk-off call. Should we walk off, Benny, or do we have another call? I think that's about it. Oh, yeah, thank God we get to walk <laughs> off. And that'll do it. We're out of here. Uh, we are heading down to opening day of the Giants. It's going to be awesome. You know what? If one of us is arrested, we'll know what happened. Although I may come back and actually bang on another column. Why not? Really? Sure. Oh, oh man. yeah, I can do it. I'm a pro. All right, we only have enough today for uh, one podcast this week. The and if you made it this far, you're a diehard. You're <laughs> as a diehard fan as we are. 
going to the Giants, who are be lucky to. You know what? Great tie here's my new tie. I know we're dragging on here, but here's here's my new slogan for the Giants. I know this whole gamer thing is great because you kind of want to got to be a gamer and go to all these games because they're going to lose, but you got to have to show faith. Ooh, you got to be really drunk. Yes. Here's here's my new slogan. Larry Bear, if you're listening, and I like Larry, here's my new slogan. <laughs> Instead of just you know saying that we're going to lose all these games, say put a positive spin on it. If you come to our games, you could be one of the people who sees one of a possible 36 victories this year. <laughs> Larry Bear, if you're listening to this, <laughs> to go develop a farm system. <laughs> Good night. Did you give the number? No, damn it. The number. We're, it's 1-88-SFC-TV-T-M. International callers. Yes, international callers. Where were you? You've abandoned us. You've <laughs> chased us down like the Olympic torch and put us out. If you're in Paris, call. If you're in China, call. We want to test if our 888 number is actually international or not. I know that it, I think Canadians are blocked, which is probably good. But <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Wow. Stop. 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 We got to get out of here. Stop talking. We got to get out of here. Call. Call.